All right. Before I begin, I want to ask y'all to do a couple of things for me. Uh, one, uh, let me provide some context. This message means a lot to me. So what I would love is if you guys could give me the respect of putting your phones down. And also finding a chair if you could. That would be wonderful. If you want to sit on the floor up here, totally fine. But if y'all want to move away from the sides of the building, that'd be great. All right. Well, before we get going, I'm going to pray. Uh, Lord, would you be with uh, me as I bring this message? Um, would you just speak through me? And uh, would your Holy Spirit just move, move in this place? Um, in your name we pray. Amen. Really quickly, super exciting. My husband's here. He's over there. Let me, let me explain. Okay. <laughs> we eloped in August because, uh, like, why not? But our wedding's not till April. So, FYI. That's what happened. Yeah. Super exciting stuff. Um, so, we're in the series Heart of Worship. Savannah went ahead and taught last week, and it was amazing. Did y'all uh, feel like you learned something new about that song, Good Grace? A little bit more of the meaning? Um, I don't want to trip and fall on that. So I'm going to be doing one of my favorite songs, which is Breakthrough. Um, that's the song I'm going to be talking about, and then we're also going to worship to it. Um, the song is big when I sing it, um, not in terms of sound, but meaning. It is powerful, and that's what I'm excited to share with you guys today because we're going to talk about strongholds. So before I begin, I want to read a verse for you guys. Um, the weapons we fight with are not weapons of the world. On the contrary, they have the divine power to demolish strongholds. We demolish arguments and every pretension that sets itself up against the knowledge of God and we take captive every thought to make sure it's obedient to Christ. <laughs> um, so that verse is this foundation of breakthrough. That's the whole chorus, right? Your power, your presence breaks strongholds, king of heaven. What, what does that mean? So we're going to talk about it. Mental strongholds. I'm going to put this in front of me because I like to. Um, what are they? What are mental strongholds? Uh, I feel like the best way to kind of define it is uh, to create the picture in our minds. I like to think of a mental stronghold as a prison. Imagine that your mind has been taken captive and you are a slave and a prisoner to the stronghold, the mental stronghold that you have accepted. See, strongholds are lies. You can put that uh, next slide up. Uh, they're, sli or they're lies. Um, 
my dad, uh, I don't know if any of you guys go here for church, but my dad uh, is the men's uh, discipleship director. He preaches pretty often. Uh, but I was talking to him about this, and he said, Jenna, I think the difference is this. Um, it's not a lie that we believe. It's a lie we accepted. Think about that. You, at some point in time, heard something that was not true, something that was not of God. And rather than just saying, oh yeah, I just believed it, no. You took that and you accepted it as part of who you are. So what breakthrough is, is trusting in the Lord that he can break, break apart that lie. So I'm gonna tell you a little story. I can throw up the picture. It's embarrassing, but that kind of is what it, what it is. Um, and you can skip that slide. All right. This is baby Jenna right there. Red hair, red shirt. Uh, that's my sister. Uh, that was the style circa 2009. Okay, so don't judge me too hard. Um, in this picture, I was... It was the beginning of my junior year in high school. So that would make me, who's a junior? How old are you? 17? Uh, no, I wasn't. Uh, I was probably still 15 there, actually. Okay, so this was a picture of us taking my sister to college, setting up her dorm room, all this stuff. At the time of this picture, this very trip, uh, I was talking to a boy uh, uh, this boy had a girlfriend. That girlfriend was my best friend. Not great, not great. I'm not proud, okay. Um, so this guy came from Hawaii, super amazing football player, uh, came to our school, small Christian private school, uh, and he was like all of a sudden the biggest thing that had ever happened to our school, which was stupid. Um, but that is what it is. So everybody thought he was amazing. Uh, he started dating my friend. Pull back. Uh, he started dating my friend like right away. Uh, I had never had a boyfriend, never been kissed, never held hands, uh, never... I've, I had never done anything, right? I am little baby 15-year-old over there. Uh, very, very naive. So I was on Facebook one day and got a message from this guy. It was so exciting to like get attention from a boy because I had never gotten that before and for some reason like you care so much what that boy thinks of you and I, and I was excited. It completely uh, blinded me to the fact that he had a girlfriend, right? And he started, he's saying all the things like, uh, I just love the way you sing, right? I, <laughs> I sang on our, church, our uh, school worship team. Man, way to flatter, flatter a worship leader. I love the way you sing. It just brings me so much closer to God. It's such... <laughs> Um, 
So I'm talking to this boy at this very, very time that this picture was taken. He had told me that he was going to break up with his girlfriend because he wanted to be with me. Crazy drama. Oh my gosh. Okay, so fast forward like a week. School is happening. Pep rallies are happening. I was a cheerleader, so lots of that. Um, I walked into school one day, and a bunch of the football team was standing there, and they all started laughing at me. They all pointed and started saying crude things like, hey, you know, I heard, uh, I heard you and, uh, I'm not going to say his name, got a little close, right? We're at a Christian school, you guys. Come on, we're not going to say that much. Um, they all start laughing, and I'm mortified. Walk into school, walking down the hallway, whispers, voices, you know. Um, I go to my locker, and two of my friends came up and said, we heard you hooked up with uh, Desmond. That's his name. I'll say it anyway. Um, and I was like, excuse me. Uh, they said, yeah, his girlfriend knows. The whole school knows. Yeah, the whole school. Um, you can imagine, bring yourself back to when you were a little bit younger than you guys are right now, um, and something bad happening. Um, maybe the first time you failed a test and you have really, really uh, harsh parents. The first time that you made a decision and it was wrong. There was this pit in my stomach that dropped. Did I hook up with him? No, I did not. But what I did do is listen to every voice around me that said, what you did made you despicable. So, that was the beginning and formation of one of the strongest and biggest strongholds of my entire life. That was this new identity that I believed was who I was. That's what I became. Um, does that resonate with anybody? You don't have to raise your hands. But if you guys just sat there for a minute and thought about your own lies, does anybody have that one written on their heart? How about this one? Here, it's gonna bother me. There we go. What about this one? It's not a... This was another one. 
move over to this side so you guys can see. How about this one? this one. You see, what happens is this. The more you hear toxic garbage and you accept it, the more it completely takes over. So the interesting thing about a stronghold is it is built brick by brick, layer by layer. It's built until you are so covered and consumed with these strongholds Who are you? Who are you anymore? Because for me, I was trash. How quickly the lies escalate to this when you don't combat them with truth. Does anybody have uh, something that they a lie that they've accepted about themselves that they'd like to share, and I can put it on here. A word, a phrase. Go ahead. Worthless. Unloved. Okay. Unloved. Anybody else? Useless. Ugly? I think it's interesting. We're sitting in a room with a bunch of us in here. My guess is one of y'all struggles with at least one of these. But the beautiful thing about that is we do not walk alone. This right here, see, this is what I love. Well, I might need to do this a little bit more for dramatic effect. Just hang with me. This is what I love about God. You see, uh, when we combat, take this off, when we combat these lies, how do we do it? What do we do? Good question, you guys. 
But before I get to that point, what messages have you been receiving from your family? Your friends, school, society, social media. I think social media is probably one of the worst, to be honest. I kid you not, every time I even look at a website for clothing, these women are nearly all the way naked, perfect, beautiful, and that's the standard in which I, I compare myself. What lies have you been believing? Because what I want to tell you right now is this, they are not true. They're not. You know how you know? It's not in the word of God. God created each of you with purpose. And what I think he sees is pain. So how do we combat the word of God? Or not the word of God, sorry. How do we combat this with the word of God? So I'm going to tell you how to do that. You guys, or you can go to the first, uh, the next slide. If I can get this off. Can I get a knife? Scissors. Atta girl. <gasps> That's cool. Y'all, it's a key that turns into a knife. Not today, rapists. Okay. All right. So here's the amazing thing about God. See, God wants to be your defender. God doesn't believe any of this about you. God wants to trade all those lies for truth. So how do we combat that, those lies? Well, number one, Point out the lie. I love hearing people ask, how do you know if God's speaking to you? <laughs> I'm like, well, does it align with the word of God? If it doesn't, that's not him. If you have a friend telling you that you're nothing if you don't have sex with your boyfriend, that's not God. That's the beginning of a stronghold, my friends. If you have parents that are telling you that the only way you can be successful is if you have a certain GPA, do everything correctly, go to the certain type of school, or you have not achieved anything. That's a lie. Identify the lie. Figure it out. What is it? And unfortunately, that takes uh, introspection, which is painful. It's hard. 
It's hard to break down this image that you have of yourself because you guys have been speaking it into your lives for who knows how long. Who knows how long that lie has been going on? So capture the lie. Identify what it is. Two, attack the thought with God's word. So, I thought I was trash. God says, I have value. Unloved, do y'all know what he did for you? This in itself is enough to combat that. Useless. Give me a word for that. God, you think you're useless, God says you're what? What is it? Purposeful. Purposeful. I like that one. Ugly. See, I have a God that knit me together in my mother's womb. And he says that I am fearfully and wonderfully made. There was no mistake made with me. I think we're beautiful. And I also think that we were made in his image. How about this? Sex. I don't want to go off on a tangent, because I really, really could. Uh, women, <laughs> your worth and value is not dictated by how sexy everybody tells you that you are. See, uh, that wonderful man back there has taught me something amazing. Uh, when you are loved, loved in a way that God intended, you feel this. Not because society is telling you that, but because you know your spouse loves the Lord, serves the Lord, prayed for you. Your worth is not found in how many likes you have. That's, that's garbage. How about one more? Does anybody want to put something in red? Something that you know is true about you. Go ahead. What was that? Forgiven. Ooh. I like that one for, uh, for porn specifically for me. I struggled with an addiction to pornography starting at the age of 11. Pursued. Oh, that's a good one. Good. 
worth everything? Good. He pointed at you, you gotta go. Important? We got another one? Good. Accepted. So, I believed I was trash, which led me to find a man who was abusive. If you're trash and you believe that about yourself, why on earth would you look for somebody that's not looking for trash? I lost every friend I had, junior year of high school. That was the beginning of the school year. I had not one single friend. I would eat lunch either in the bathroom, I would skip lunch, or I would go into a teacher's classroom because whenever I walked into the lunchroom, I was bombarded with people saying, I can't believe you did that. And I said, I know, I'm despicable. I carried that on my back for years. But I got sick of it. Is anybody else sick of believing these lies? And we keep doing it. Attack the thought with God's word. And then number three, this is the very last step. Believe it. Don't just be one of those people that's reading a, you know, self-help book and is like, oh my gosh, this is gonna change my life, and then you walk out and don't remember any of it. Believe it, down to your core. And the easiest way to do that is to continually pour truth into your life through the word of God. Does anybody have a Bible? Own one. y'all bring it? Did y'all read it today? You don't have to raise your hands. This is not judgment. But how do you expect to fight a battle if you don't have a weapon? Oh, you're going to lose. I don't want to see you take all of that on your back and let it become your identity because that's not who you are. You are in here. You see, if a stronghold is a prison and you are using the word of God in a relationship with God to combat those thoughts, you've created a barrier to keep out this. Spend time in the word of God. And I know that's easier said than done. So I actually have some prayer cards that, um, not prayer cards, verse cards. Uh, one of my favorite things to do is write little bits of truth, put a note card on my mirror. I literally stare at it for two hours in the morning when I'm getting ready. If you don't know what verse to use to combat these lies, I'll give you one. 
We're going to have cards up here. And the worship team is going to do breakthrough. We're going to sing it. But now, sing it with your stronghold in mind. Sing it and proclaim that God has the power to break that stronghold. You're not a slave. You're not a prisoner to that lie. You can have freedom because God wants to give you that. Y'all are loved. You know that? Each and every one of you. Even if you're not feeling it, you are. Would you all pray with me? Oh, God, we, uh, we thank you that you don't give up on us. You don't. No matter how much we continually mess up, no matter how many times we completely step all over your grace and forgiveness as if you're just a doormat. You're faithful to forgive us when we put everything else above you. But God, today, here, in this moment, before you, we wanna say we are done. We're done accepting the lies that the enemy has told us. We're done treating ourselves as if we were not purposefully and wonderfully made. Lord, would you help us break through those lies with your power, with your presence? in whatever way that looks like, whether that's reading your Bible, singing a worship song, Lord, would you help us find out how to pour truth into our hearts and lives daily? Not just that, Lord, but would you help us to spread truth to others? Would we become a group of people that walks around telling people, did you know that you're loved? Did you know that you're not worthless? God, we want more of you. We want our lives to not be so self-centered. God, we wanna praise you because not only are you our defender, but you're our champion. See, you've won already. Our forgiveness has been purchased. Our salvation is there, waiting right there. All you want us to do is come before you, that's it. So Lord, that's what we're gonna do right now. We're gonna sing, we're gonna praise you. We're gonna come before you and ask you to break those strongholds for us because we can't do it ourselves. Thank you for your love, for who you are. In Jesus' name, amen.